Black sheep business, doing business on our own terms, because we've been around the block. First of all, you haven't even said anything about my sweatshirt. Isn't it cute? I mean, I was just about to say that, actually. I'm like, I love the color. I'm so happy to see you in color. Um, I know. You're listening to your, um, is it your higher self? <laughs> no, that was actually the divine feminine. Divine so, feminine, that's what it Patty's was. Patty's referencing, I just had a, a channeling session with Bridget Showquist. Am I saying her last name right? I realized I've never said it before. Who's fantastic. Um, and the divine feminine turned up and was like, what's with you in the boring clothes? And I was like, Ugh. oh, so prickly. <laughs> How dare you? Um, and also I know that I hide in black and that I'm supposed to wear bright colors anyway, whatever. But the exciting thing for me about this sweatshirt, which is actually a full sweat suit, is that it means that it's 70 degrees outside. So nice. It's been so hot where you are. It's been hot here, but like the humidity factor. Horrible. Yeah. I love fall. And it does feel like in the Midwest, we get like two weeks of fall. So like maybe knock on wood, we'll get something different this year, but it feels like a real slippery slope to where in winter. And that is a fully different mood, which uh -huh. is what we're talking about today is business planning for the seasons. Oh, I love this topic. <laughs> you know, before we get in here, one thing I want to say is that I have had, I struggle with seasonal depression and it has been more severe and less severe at different times in my life. Um, and maybe just compounded differently. Like there's like a average, like a baseline seasonal depression of just like, it's dark and I'm not getting enough sunlight and it's cold and my face hurts when I go outside. Like those things are depressing. And then there's adding things to that, where we're having other kinds of depression that probably make that feel worse. But I've had a range of like what that feels like. And I have set myself up to like combat it. I have thought of myself as like, trying to keep myself out of it before or like a warrior against it. And now I just kind of see it as like an anticipated shift in my energy levels as a time that's really ripe for me to make art and not uh -huh. even necessarily, you know, depending on how severe for me, this is not like a capital T truth for other people, but not even necessarily that something's wrong, but that we're just not meant to do the same kind of output all year long. Our ancestors definitely didn't do that. And so for me, it's an, it's really an invitation for writing and inner work and um, less extrovert energy and a, just a different sort of period in a year. Uh -huh. Yes, yes. All those things. And one of the reasons that I love to start talking about planning right now for the, the year coming is because when you look at it seasonally, like this is the time where people back in the day would look at their harvest, <laughs> would be yeah. getting things ready to survive the winter, to do all those things. And they would start looking at, you know, do we have enough to sustain us? What needs to change next season when we start looking at time for planting again? What do we need to do differently? What are the things that impacted us? And so for me, like being really tuned into those types of things and seasons, this is the perfect time to start evaluating and talking about planning, even though it's September, it is a great time to start the conversation about 
what does next year look like for you? Mm -hmm. I actually had a client talking about this the other day um, in terms of their own business planning, whatever. Um, But they were talking about seeing winter as like a hill that's coming up. And if you're like on a bike and you see a hill coming, you don't slow down or stop. You speed up (laughs) with your current momentum so that the hill's easier. And that's sort of their approach to coming into winter in their business is like, we have this beautiful momentum. It's why I mentioned my sweatshirt and being 70 degrees, like this crisp air that doesn't hurt my face, like all feels really energizing. And this is the energy to be planning inside of. Mm-hmm. If I planned my year in January, which is when most of us really think this is when we should start doing something, you know, <laughs> January uh-huh. start something. Um, maybe I would have some of the like collective momentum behind New Year's or something. Um, but especially like getting into fit when we are in winter, if I was planning from that place, it would be like Daria planning <laughs> for her. I don't know, some kind of cheerleader because I am a totally different person in February than I am in June. And I definitely want more of the like June energy Yes, yes. <laughs> to look at my year in full and not holler at me in February when I'm Daria. And I'm just like, I don't know, man, it's the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> Why would we plan things? Hunker for? down and do whatever. <laughs> yeah, give me a blanket and a snack. <laughs> yes, yes, yes all of those things. It's so important. And, you know, I mean, truly, if, if maybe you don't like this time of year and that, that is the the season, that's not the best. That's okay too. Like you can definitely do some things and step into the season that is the best for you and plan from there. But the way that kind of taxes run, the way that those things go, I mean, there are some things we got to hit at the end of the year to be ready for the next fiscal year. So kind of Mm -hmm. appropriate. Well, and planning now also means that you can, instead of like, I feel like we try to force our bodies to meet whatever demands we've arbitrarily set on ourselves all year round, that the pace is supposed to be the same, which doesn't make sense. Even if we go with that metaphor, if you're going for a mile walk every day, that's going to look different in a blizzard than it is when it's humid, than it is when it's a lovely day. Right. And that's how seasons work, right? So the the energy, the output that we have is going to be different. So instead of, you know, this is going to be the, I don't know, Q1 of next year is going to have the highest revenue of ever, like always more, 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 maybe looking at like, I actually do have some seasonal depression and it would be nice to create some space for that. It would uh-huh. be nice to have less to do. It would be nice to, um, have already lined up my clients for the winter so that I'm not in a big active launch during that time, those kinds of things. Um, But just determining like how your business is going to fit into your energetic life instead of forcing your energy to fit into the life cycle that you've created for your business that hasn't considered you. Um, Conversely, the client that was talking about the bike metaphor, they like to stack their winter schedule with so many clients and more work than any other season because that kind of task management and orientation keeps them out of depression. So Uh this isn't a universal thing. However, we can anticipate our moods and we can plan to make it easier for ourselves to show up like we are during that season by the way we plan our business. Right, right. And I think too, especially in an entrepreneurial role, a big miss, and this isn't necessarily just for entrepreneurs either, but I think a really big miss that people do when they are planning, 
especially business, is they do not take time to do their own personal planning. And what I mean by that is really looking at what are your goals? Like, what are your intentions? What is your schedule like? Knowing, you know, you brought up summer, both of us really wanted to have a summer that was a little different. And knowing that when you are, when you know your personal goals, your intentions, you can bring those into your business planning so that you know, okay, personally, I want to disconnect differently in the summer months. That means that I'm not going to plan a giant launch and a retreat and a digital course that I'm teaching in in July. Like that's not going to make any sense. And so when we take the time to actually know our personal stuff that we want to do, our intentions, what that looks like, we can bring that in to our business planning so that it feels good on our nervous system and so that it really supports us and allows us to excel when we excel the best. And when we are lower energy, we can be planned accordingly to nourish ourselves. Yeah. What are your um, thoughts when I'm on working... that? Does that resonate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with our summer? <laughs> yeah, it's very much so. When we work with clients, we talk about that nervous system stretch too, right? Like so people will come into coaching as an example and be like, okay, they've seen all these other people doing things. They're like, I'm going to take up to 20 personal clients and I'm going to do group programs. And I'm going to do like, here's all these things I've seen other people do. And then it's like, okay, but let's talk about what that actually looks like energetically uh-huh. in the middle of summer. Are you going to take 10 client sessions a week and then also manage a group? Do they have an online space? Are you supposed to manage what that looks like to like, who's doing all this? Right, right, right. And seasonally, what kind of energy will you have for those things? And when you're planning for the year, you're not just looking at like actual seasons. We have a client that's selling a house right now. So everything else is kind of tricky because that is the kind of life event that is all consuming. Where you live is kind of major. (laughs) So selling and moving and all that's that's the primary thing right now. And so if we had um, planned her year, which is not a part of our current program, if we had planned her year out and put a dot in, this is where house is being sold, everything else would be sorted around that. And these are the kinds of things that you can really set yourself up for success around instead of taking impossible circumstances, like I don't know where I'm going to live next month. Right, <laughs> and also right. stick a launch inside of there. That doesn't make any sense. There's going to be no energy for that. And it's really a recipe for feeling like a failure when really you've already stretched yourself beyond your capacity from doing so much of something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And, and it's funny too, because you talk about, you know, the planning of things and there's so much to this and so many little things that I think are supportive when they happen. And when they don't, it, it's not supportive and it causes a lot of overwhelm, burnout, resentment, fear, like failure, like you failed. And part of that, I mean, it goes back to your, you're reminding me with your client talking about these things. It's like when you run a marathon, right? When we decide we're going to run a marathon, we don't just put it on the calendar on August 9th, I'm going to run a marathon and then just leave it and then just show up for the marathon. (laughs) We are planning training and doing things to work into that so that when that date approaches, we're ready. And we miss that a lot in business planning. We're just like, okay, great. I'm going to do this at this point. And on this date, I'm going to launch this. And there is no planning. There's no consideration taken. And we just expect things to happen, which then it takes place. 
you're not there because you didn't do the stuff before that's going to get you there and you feel really defeated. And so looking at things as a whole, looking at what your personal goals are, your personal intentions, looking at what actually is there to get you to the, to that goal, the little things that need to happen, having those planned out is going to lead you to be able to attain the things that you want. So our suggestion then is to start your planning with what does your year look like outside of your business <laughs> and both like, what are the major events, holidays? What did all of that look like? When are you blocking out? When are you absolutely not working so that you actually are looking at a realistic calendar to begin with? <laughs> and then what are the goals and where are they going? And not the other way around, because otherwise you'll end up in just a silly situation where you're like, you know, planning a wedding and having seasonal depression and launching your program that's supposed to last the rest of, like it just isn't <laughs> right right it's it's not it's not gonna feel good <laughs> yeah at all and that's gonna cause a whole bunch of other things a whole bunch of other things yeah I also think to do too... this with support oh go ahead oh, go ahead I was just gonna say it helps to do this with support because there's things that um you might not think about for example I have a client that is wanting to do group programs and it is more emotional work than she has done historically. She's bringing a new component into her work. And so my first question, which I'm sure would have been yours too, is like, what is the community component and how are you intending to set boundaries around that and manage it? Because that is like such a huge energetic pull, um, especially if it feels like a place where people can come and just dump a bunch of trauma. Like as soon as she's telling me about the kind of work she's doing, I'm like, this is, this is an opportunity to create an online place where everyone's sharing their trauma and it's not regulated and it doesn't feel good and you're in charge. <laughs> and that's not anything that she had thought about, which makes sense because that's not obvious if that's not something that you've done before. And so we talked through different ways that that could actually be managed, but it's helpful to think about your bandwidth and your year with people who have experience planning those kinds of things and uh -huh. all the kinds of logistics and bandwidth things that are going to come up. Yes. Yes. And, and really looking at things too, I think in a review format, especially this time of year, it's looking at what, what served you well this last mm -hmm. year, what didn't, what did you learn? <laughs> How can you apply that to planning your next year? And really getting locked in. Of course, we're in business. So on the financial components, and I think a lot of people don't know how to exactly plug that in and what numbers to look at. What do I need to review? What do I need to look at? You know, profit versus revenue, like all of those things. And so being able to get the whole picture of the whole person, plus the situation of their business, plus the goals and intentions and the, the mission and vision of the business is helpful. And doing that with support can be more helpful because you are with someone who knows, you know, here's, here's what you need to look at. Here's what's going to be important to examine. Here's what's going to be important to consider. And here's what's going to be important to then note and plan out with steps for the next year. Absolutely. Um, we're doing that now, which is kind of fun because our we've just completed our first year working together, um, which is different. Like it's like any relationship you have 
some things that you know going in, this is a yes for me, this is a no for me, you know, here's some ideas about how I think this is going to be together, but together is a different energy. And so Mm -hmm. we're getting to look back at what worked well, what we would like to be better, we're refining, um, like we never come into a class unprepared for the class, and we have a whole syllabus, and we're prepared for everything that we do. But we also like to like, show up beforehand and go through it. And like, when does that happen? And just really refining like all the exact ways that feel good about that. And also, you know, anything that didn't feel perfect anywhere that like, I always felt a little bit anxious about this. And so where can we like so much refinement because we have a year to review on and will give us so much information as we plan our next year, which we're doing in Utah. We are in November and you're invited. We would love to have you join us to plan your year, to review things, implement and plan things for this next year, all while also being supportive to your nervous system, your own emotional, mental well-being. We're going to really tap into all those things so that you feel really amazing and also feel really great about stepping into this new year, all in time done before the holidays, actually. Yes. Yes. So it will be like mid-November and um, we'll leave a link that you can check out, but we're going to be having a retreat in a like cabin type cozy environment in the woods in Utah. Um, wherein, like you said, we're going to be doing all sorts of nourishing things for our nervous system so that we're also planning from a really calm state. We want our best foot forward <laughs> for that kind of um, eagle eye view on the year ahead. And that also means that like, you're not going to get into all of the holidays, whichever ones that you celebrate, or even if you celebrate no holidays, the chaos of the holidays that are unavoidable. Right, right. Just out <laughs> there you in the, the face of Target. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a season ahead of us that gets really busy and really busy with other people. And so our intention is to ground all of this good fall energy into a plan that is nourishing to your nervous system, to whatever you need for the seasons. And it sets you up for success in the new year. Yes. Yes. All in a space that you're surrounded in nature and really experiencing the way that the seasons are impacting and influencing you. It's going to be fabulous. I'm so excited. Me too. We did a little bit of the um, energy work we're going to be doing this morning and it felt really good. So I'm just like in in the vibe. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, So we'll put a link in the show notes if you're interested in that, but whether or not you join us for that, consider how you want to move through your year based upon how you know you're going to feel. And that's not the same as like setting yourself up for failure. Also feeling different in different seasons, including kinds of anxiety and depression that might come with different seasons for you is not a failure. But knowing that we can anticipate those things means that we can plan in a way that's going to really nourish and care for our needs during each of those seasons instead of forcing our bodies into plans that are arbitrary that makes so much more sense and is going to feel so much better for your clients as well um than the other way around yes yes so get into the planning mode get yourself set up let us know how it's going and the divine feminine says wear bright colors i guess (laughs) happy fall (laughs) black sheep business Doing business on our own terms Cause we've been around